Today, our family is celebrating two years with our daughter, Avon. So we're super excited. Um, super excited. And as we celebrate this little girl who has her father's keen sense of humor and healthy appetite and her mother's strong will and striking beauty, uh, you can't help but just be very excited to celebrate this time. And so now she can run and jump and count and sleep through the night. That's a big one. She's been doing that for a while. However, it did not start that way. There were many slips, trips, falls and sleepless nights along the way. There have been many, many baby steps along her journey so far, and prayerfully, we will continue to learn from and celebrate many more ahead. Last week, our brother Josh, who did an excellent job in his message, shared an illustration of the spiritual contrast between the destructive caterpillar and the life-sharing butterfly. This is a familiar and recurring spiritual metaphor in the life of this church. And if you've been around for it, it's one that comes back periodically and, and one that I love. In fact, nearly five years ago, on November 5th, 2017, J.D. preached a message on uniform does not equal uniformity. In that message, he made the following point from Romans 12, verse 2. Transformation must precede discerning God's perfect will. The life cycle of the butterfly includes its metamorphosis. A butterfly cannot live until the caterpillar dies, both inside and out, and is transformed. Josh's message reminded me of that truth that was shared in JD's message. And nature teaches us if this process is disturbed or shut, shortcut in any way, the transformation is not complete. If that creature doesn't squeeze and squirm and fight out of its cocoon, its wings cannot and will not fully develop. The struggle is a vital and necessary step in its transformation. Amen. So I love the beauty of that and how God lays that bear for us and nature demonstrates it for us all the time is because the same is true for each of us spiritually. Persevering through our struggles with endurance is vital to overcome and be transformed by our trials. Countless examples in the word. Jonah, he had to preach God's judgment against the people of Nineveh and witness their repentance before he could truly understand and appreciate God's grace to us all. And God would not allow him to sidestep his mission because he needed it to grow. Peter did not, even being with Jesus all that time, did not understand the shallowness of his own faith, nor the depth of Christ's love until he denied him three times and heard that rooster crow. But after being crushed by his weakness, Christ restored him made, and made Peter the rock of his church. Jesus, God's perfect son, even demonstrates this principle for us. Jesus didn't need transformation for his own benefit. God's perfect creation preeminent with God in heaven. But all that he suffered and endured was to make transformation possible for you and for me. I want to read in Hebrews chapter two, 
verse 9 through 18, and this is coming from the common English version. What we do see is Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels because of God's gift of undeserved grace. Jesus died for everyone. And now that Jesus has suffered and died, he is crowned with glory and honor. Everything belongs to God and all things were created by his power. So God did the right thing when he made Jesus perfect by suffering, as Jesus led many of God's children to be saved and to share in his glory. Jesus and the people he makes holy all belong to the same family. This is why he isn't ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters. He even said to God, I will tell them your name and sing your praises when they come together to worship. He also said, I will trust God. Then he said, here I am with the children God has given me. We are people of flesh and blood. This is why Jesus became one of us. He died to destroy the devil who had power over death. But he also died to rescue all of us who live each day in fear of dying. Jesus clearly did not come to help angels, but he did come to help Abraham's descendants. He had to be one of us so he could serve God as our merciful and faithful high priest and sacrifice himself for the forgiveness of our sins. And now that Jesus has suffered and was tempted, he can help anyone else who is tempted. I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited about that. Excited about the fact that our perfect Savior was willing to face death so that we could overcome our fear of dying step by step each day. If Jesus had skipped a step, our hope would have been lost. However, our Savior did not take any shortcut on God's road to redemption, not in the face of the devil's temptation, not in the face of his own disciples' lack of faith or lack of learning or fatigue in his, his most needed time of prayer, and not through the agony of the cross. And because of this, I pray for the courage to embrace each step in my journey towards full recreation. I pray Christ's example motivates you to do the same. Let's pray. Almighty God, we are grateful for you. Father, for how you not only preached, but lived and demonstrated the full meaning of God's redemptive love. Father, you took part, not sidestepping any of the burden, but making every sacrifice so that we could take part in the true life that exists with God. Father, I pray that you will strengthen us as we face our challenges. I ask that we get strength and wisdom and fuel and gain endurance by looking to your example, by leaning on one another, by leaning on your word, Father, and listening to your spirit. Father, with each step we take day by day, whether it's in victory or in struggle, I pray that we can look to you with gratitude and know that you are waiting at the end of the journey. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.